0: Welcome to the Rising Tide Leadership Podcast, where each week, we will simplify the complexities of your leadership journey. It is great to be with you all once again. Thank you for tuning into this episode. You are going to be glad that you did. Today's episode is chocked full of useful and important information that will have a tremendous impact on your life and leadership. So download the show notes, follow along if you can, or make sure you download them to review as soon as possible. So my name is Amber Jordan, and as always, I am here with Dr. Michael David Morales, aka Mo. Mo, how's it going today? How you doing, Amber?
1: It's going great. It's good to be with you and all of our listeners out there. And again, if you do download the show notes, just make sure you're not reading them if you are driving in a vehicle. And I'm excited about today's show as well. You and I have been talking about some good conversations about the importance of prioritizing and restructuring your life here in 2021, and especially as life gets full like it is for so many of our listeners out there and the things that leaders need to have in place above and beyond that, in all those ways, it's important to protect our very full lives and our leadership influence.
0: And those things that you speak of that we need to have in place are called boundaries. And this is our topic for today. And we have titled this episode, Take Control of Your Boundaries. So Mo, why don't you tell us what are boundaries?
1: What a great question. And I talk with leaders all the time, Amber, about boundaries. We grow up learning about boundaries all the time, don't we? uh it's at a very young age that your mom tells you don't cross the street there is a boundary and that's the physical boundary that's one of the first physical boundaries that we learn about when we're kids is you can go down to the corner of the street or or you can go down to this house or whatever but you are given a tangible boundary sometimes we have boundaries in our lives that are the walls of our houses etc and so uh my favorite one always to think about is Obviously, when I was growing up, I would draw pictures of cool stuff and instead of listening to my teachers when I probably should have been listening, <laughs> but I would always draw the castle, and in around the castle, there was a moat, and that moat always had some big, scary alligators out there or crocodiles, for those who uh, are listening are in uh, Australia, our Aussie friends, uh, crocodiles, and those also were physical boundaries that the moat kept people out. And so, you know, now we have things like property signs and beware of dog, things like that. And these are all um, creating boundaries in our lives. And those boundaries are good because it lets other people know these are the boundaries that I have in my life. And I would like for you to respect those boundaries. But today, Amber, I really wanted to talk about boundaries when it comes to leadership And when we're talking about leadership and influencing others, those boundaries are not necessarily always tangible, although they can be, but we want to really focus on the intangible boundaries. The intangible boundaries is what today's podcast is all about. So let's just get into it.
0: Well, there are some people out there that are natural rule followers. They love to know where the lines are because they would never ever want to accidentally cross them and there are some out there that hate any sort of rules or what they see as limits and are intentional to ignore them thinking if I pretend they aren't there then I won't have to live by them and then there are people like me that want to know where all the lines are so I can decide which ones I want to follow and which ones I want to break Now I'm not condoning that behavior. I'm just being honest about it. But for all of those types of people out there, tell us why is it important for leaders to have boundaries?
1: Well, what you just said, Amber, about knowing the rules is important. And one of my mentors in life, a guy named Kurt said, look, just tell me the rules so I can win. Why is it important to have those boundaries? And I'll tell you why, those boundaries define us. The question is, what is me and what is not me? What are the things that you are all about? Because as a leader, that's very important for your followers to understand because they need to know what you stand for. And you need to know your responsibilities. And when you take responsibility for your life, your life opens up to a ton of new options and choices. So the question really is, what's at stake if no boundaries exist? And let me tell you just a couple of those things, Amber, before we actually get into uh, the part about the boundaries that we're going to create. But if you don't have boundaries, Amber, the first thing you're gonna have is confusion. And when boundaries don't exist, we become confused of what we're responsible for. Your people aren't going to know what their deliverables are. For those of you out there that have people that report to you, they want to know, hey, what are my deliverables? And imagine if there were no tangible property lines on your property. You and your neighbor would probably fight over things like, who's going to cut the grass? Who's going to take care of the water leak in the main line when it pops up if we don't know if it's on your side or my side? And worse yet, If you needed to know how to defend your property, wouldn't you want to know what the property lines were? So you have responsibility for that. But when we don't have those boundaries, they don't exist, there's confusion. And we want to get rid of that confusion. The second thing, Amber, that happens when no boundaries exist is the leadership issue. Not knowing boundaries as a leader is even worse. Because your people, again, depend on your decisions for their well being. As leaders, we carry the burdens of others, not just our own burdens, but the burdens of others. And that in itself is a huge responsibility. So, leaders out there, you need to learn how to carry not just your burdens, but also the burdens of others so that they can go about life and be successful. And so to do that, you need to be able to deal with your own burdens as well first. And that's why I always hear people talking about, Mo, this burden is just weighing me down. Have you ever said that? Man, this burden is just weighing me down. We, we want to we get rid of that. And so have you ever felt that life is kind of just coming down on you? I mean, we're, we're already here in the beginning of the year. And now we're already kind of towards the end of January, aren't we? Isn't that scary? And so if we decide to deal with our burdens, then we can open ourselves up to help others with theirs. And whether we like it or not, people are asking you when they come alongside you, if you're going to be my leader, are you willing to understand me and the burdens that I have professionally, personally, the tangibles and the intangibles? And Amber, that right there in itself is a really hard and large burden to to shoulder, but- You know, are you willing to do that?
0: It really is a huge responsibility. And we've talked often about once you realize what a big responsibility is and and how really remarkable it is that somebody would ask you to come alongside them and help them carry the burden. It's really actually humbling. But again, that's why it's so important that we're having this conversation If we do not identify our boundaries and put them in place, then eventually we all buckle under the pressure of carrying others' burdens. And boundaries help us know how to carry them in a way that is helpful to others, but not debilitating to us. And with that said, what are some boundaries every leader should have in place?
1: There are a ton. Of different boundaries that leaders need to deal with on a daily basis and i'm not here to tell you as a leader in your specific situation exactly the ones that you should and should not have however i can give you a bit of insight into a couple that you might consider adding to that list in your own life ones that are really important to me and i really think are important to every leader and the first is this time Time is our most precious commodity. If we were trading this on the stock market, it would go for tons and tons of money. It would be rising and rising in stock every day because isn't your time the most important thing in your life? I mean, it's something that you can't get back. So use it wisely. Spend it wisely. We always hear people tell us when we get older that that we need to value your time because you know, at the end of life, that's all you got. <laughs> and I just, I used to think to myself when when I was a, a very young boy and a young man, ah, I got tons of time. But of course, now as a middle-aged dude, I'm thinking, wow, that's that's totally true. I can get a lot of other things back. I can lose money and, and get it back. Um, I can lose possessions and get it back. I can't lose time and get it back because at the end of my life, the time that I've spent on something... That's where it is. I I I can't. I can't fake that. I can't act like I did it a different way. So I need to be very mindful of that. And so, Amber, for our listeners out there, we've uh, we've heard all the time that when you're on your deathbed, none of us are going to be thinking about, man, I should have put more money in that stock portfolio, or I should have accumulated more stuff. But isn't that true? Because at that point, we're not surrounded by our stuff. I'm not going to be on my deathbed and say man, bring my big speedboat here right next to me. No, I'm going to sit, not that I own a big speedboat, although I wish I did. What I'm going to want around me, Amber, is I'm going to want the people that I love, the people that I care mm-hmm. about, the people that I've influenced. Those are the people that, that, that I'm going to want around me, as I would assume that every all of our listeners out there would would feel the same way. And so for leaders, that's the only thing that matters is those people. In fact. We're going to talk at a later date, the importance of what I like to call relational capital. And so, Amber, the second thing that is important is to know, is know your consequences. All leaders think in terms of return on investment. But Amber, again, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about people and influence. And we've all been told by our parents that, you know, if you don't stop doing that, this is going to happen. Amber, have you ever said that to your daughters? (laughs)
0: Daily, actually.
1: (laughs) Daily, right? We're not saying that you need to understand those consequences, but it's important to know those consequences. And it's important for kids to know those consequences. But it's also important for us in our daily lives, wherever we work, to also know those consequences. And so, I mean, For me growing up, let's just say, Amber, that I may have missed a Friday night football game or two for not listening to my mom as well. So (laughs) you're in good company. Does that make sense?
0: It, It really does. And I think, you know, when we think about our leadership influence, parenting is a great example because if I do not have boundaries... In my own life in place that are visible to my children, then there's no way I can help them set limits for their own lives to help them be successful.
1: And isn't that why it's so important for us to think about consequences in terms of the fence on our property, right? We've all got one. It's just a matter of finding out where it is in our intellectual property, in, 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 in our minds, in the in the relationships that we have, because you can walk outside and see the fence in your house. What I'm asking our leaders to do today is create that fence in your life, in your relationships so that people can see that. You see, these imaginary fences help us to understand one another in terms of seriousness of trespassing in, in ways that are the intangibles. The, those certain parts of life that I'm just thinking, well, what does Amber need and what does she need me to stand back on? Amber, that, that's important for us in our relationship and our friendship to understand one another in terms of those, those intangible fences. And for you out there, the, the closer that we get to somebody, those fences will begin to lower a little bit. And if you watch the the old show, when I was growing up with Tim the Tool Man Taylor in Home Improvement, <laughs> uh, he had that neighbor, right? And he used to just peek his eyes up over the fence and they would talk for a while, but that was the boundary, right? That was the fence. And we actually we never really saw his face. We may have seen him in that last episode, but I can't remember. Um, It was so long ago. Um, but, but Amber, I'll finish this point by saying these fences teach us to live according to specific values that we live in our own lives based on our belief systems and what we're willing to fight for and guard and protect. And so my question to you is what are you willing to fight for and guide and protect? And how do you bring people along on that journey with you so that you can hopefully one day lower those fences and create boundaries that are continually healthy? What are you going to do leaders out there to help not just yourself, but others understand in terms of boundaries so that you can make the company better or your, whatever organization you're in, And really take those relationships to the next level.
0: Well, you mentioned, so you mentioned time and consequences, but then you started that segment off with there are so many different boundaries that a leader needs to deal with on a daily basis. And then you said that you aren't going to tell us which ones we should or should not have, which I think is one of the most annoying things about my conversations with you is that you present options or (laughs) you answer my questions with a question and never come right out and say, this is the answer.
1: Well, Amber, if I told you exactly what to do um, every time, I figured you'd probably do the opposite. So uh, maybe, maybe I will start telling you exactly what I don't want you to do, because then I know you'll do the other thing. No, I mean, but but really, you're right. We we do deal in a lot of questions and a lot of you know soul searching because it's it is important for people to kind of come to their own realizations as Amber you always do and and you do you make you make really good decisions and so it's important for you right just as our leaders are out there to make those decisions
0: it is but it is frustrating because i think we just want somebody to give us the answers because boundaries especially if this is the first time that someone has thought about it 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 can seem like a really big thing and hard to determine. So with that being said, tell us, how do you know which boundaries are useful or necessary?
1: The simple answer to that one is that you need to define boundaries that are going to make your life easier to understand and help you make better decisions. That's what people who follow you are expecting you to do. They expect you to make correct directional decisions and make their lives better. You want to know, can somebody determine appropriate boundaries alone? And the answer to that, Amber, really is no, you you can't. And of course, when people ask me that question, Mo, why can't I just do this on my own? I let them know because both you and I know the answer to that. And the answer is you're you're not going to do that. You're not (laughs) going to hold yourself accountable. And as leaders, we have to remember that. We don't do anything alone. That's what leadership is. It's doing life with other people. And so if leadership is relying on other people to do the things that we need to get done, done, then of course that's important in our own lives.
0: I guess my question would be then is when I'm trying to determine what boundaries I need to have, really, it comes down to determining what is it that I most want to protect? What is it that I'm I'm trying to really make sure it's, it's most effective, whether it is relationships or, um, well, we talked about relationship is really the number one most important thing, but I can't decide what boundaries and limits I need to have until I know what it is that I really want to protect. And it's that relationship with others you've talked about an inner circle of bringing people into your your life to speak into your life they really help you determine what is most important for you to protect
1: right and so really the question you're asking is who in your life is going to help you create those leadership boundaries and that really is a great question amber Some of you uh, out there, you can't say no, for instance, and you're gonna continually not saying no until somebody tells you, hey, knock it off. (laughs) But right now you think you're doing fine and I'm telling you, you are not doing fine. You need to bring others along to help you see those blind spots because when you don't have those boundaries, you continually push people away. And so for those of you that for instance, cannot say no, you need to learn, I would say, and I've told people before. And The reason I bring this one up, Amber, is because it's it's one that I deal with all the time with leaders, is they want to do everything, and you can't. But then I ask a simple question. I say, well, it sounds to me like you're doing a lot, and if you don't say no to the good, how are you going to know when the great comes along? And they look at me with this murky, fuzzy look in their eye, and they think, wow, I I haven't really ever heard that before. And then we have a discussion about, well, why isn't somebody asking you those questions? Because when they refuse to make boundaries in their lives, people either try to get too close or try to stay too far away from them. People talk about being busy all the time, right? And I can tell you right now, if you're a leader out there and you're listening to this and, and you lead people, I guarantee you that you're People, the f- people who are following you, whether it's in a managerial sense, if, if you are managing them, or if you are in an organization that you give time to and people are volunteering and they are looking up to you, those people, they think you're busy. In fact, those people think you are too busy. And that right there is a leadership killer. And so many of us out there love to wear being busy as a badge of honor. And leaders, you need to know that this is a luxury that you can't have. When somebody comes up to me and says, Mo, I know you're busy, but I always stop them and I say, you know what? I've got priorities just like you, but I I just need to decide if what we're talking about right now is something that I need to prioritize. Because you're not too busy for the things that matter in your life. For those of you out there that have kids, for instance, you're not too busy to put food on the table for your kids. That's a priority, right? Amber, are you going to not put food on the table for your girls?
0: (laughs) No, I might teach them how to cook though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look at that. You are creating boundaries as we speak. Look at that. (laughs) Holy cow, everybody. If you're listening out there, she's creating boundaries right now. And and so uh, I look forward to the day when that happens. And so, you know, leaders, you all have a lot of stuff to do. Of course, of course, I'm not taking that away. However, the last thing that your people want to hear when they come to you as their leader is that you are too busy to fix their problems. And again, some of you are like, well, my, my people don't, don't do, they, they come to me or, you know, my people don't come to me. And if they did, I would help them. Well, why aren't they coming to you (laughs) probably because they think you're too busy. And so when you create healthy boundaries, you help your people understand that, these are the priorities in my life and leaders, you need to prioritize your people. Because as John Maxwell would say, shocking, right? John Maxwell says, <laughs> John Maxwell says that your highest priority is your people. They're the commodity that mean the most in your in your life. They're the thing that you can't do without. And so leaders think of it this way. We as leaders fix problems, which Amber, right, is not always giving the answer right (laughs) off, (laughs) But we fix problems, right? We help people fix problems. But more importantly, Benjamin Disraeli once said, leaders are dealers in hope. And leaders, my question for you today is, are you a dealer in hope? When people look at you, do they look to you as a person that gives hope? Because if they do, you're on the right track. If you don't know, figure it out. Because if you're in the other category and you don't give hope, then we really need to talk.
0: Wow. And nothing is more of a hope stealer for those that you lead when they're looking at you and thinking, I don't want to become somebody that's that busy or that distracted, or I don't want to become somebody that nobody else feels like they can approach. And so that is that is really good. Well, Mo. As we wrap up, why don't you give us some of your final thoughts for our listeners and and are there any resources that might be helpful for somebody to continue to think about this topic of boundaries?
1: I would say this, Amber, if you have not read the book Boundaries by Cloud (laughs) and Townsend, uh, spoiler alert, that's where I got a lot of this material. And the reason I get a lot of the material from this book is because... I needed to create boundaries and get better at it. And so one of my mentors told me, Mo, why don't you pick this book up? And so if you haven't already read that book called Boundaries, and now there's a lot of different books that are based on that book that these guys have now written, which are all great. There's boundaries at work, there's boundaries with kids, all that stuff. But if you haven't done any research on boundaries, I would encourage our listeners to do that. And of course, they they can always reach out to us and we would love to help them out. That's what I do, Amber. I, I love to coach and, and mentor people and companies and CEOs and, and middle and, and lower and higher level managers. And I would just say, do your best to create boundaries so that your people know what you stand for and how they can reach out to you as a leader to make their lives better.
0: Thank you, Mo. That is so good. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to Rising Tide Leadership Podcast. Reminder, as mentioned in last week's podcast, now through the end of February, we are offering a free strengths review session with one of our coaches. So go to our website, risingtideleadership.com and scroll down to the Contact Us section and mention the strengths coaching and review and a member of our team will contact you. you. So we hope that you will join us again next week as we continue on this leadership journey together. So don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss out and share with others so they don't miss out. And we will see you next week.